again. Good to see everybody. Um, I know depending on where you are coming from today, maybe your drive was a little crazier than normal. I know for me, I, I got a, um, a, a, a tour of Royal Oak, um, which was very, actually quite nice. It was a nice, you know, besides being a little little hurried, it was nice to kind of drive around in some of the neighborhoods and see places that I haven't been to before. So thank you all for, for coming in today. Um, it's really good to be here and to share this time together with you all. And um, since I kind of have the floor right now, or the podium or what have you, um, I just want to take a moment to, I feel like apologize isn't the right word, but maybe just acknowledge, um, especially to the other clergy, um, for singing so off-key when we chant Yabel. I just, I can't help it. <laughs> I know that I can't carry a tune. Um, this is not new to me. Throughout my life, I've had friends and family um, basically tell me that it's not good. I was in, I was in camp once, and a song that I really liked came on, you know, the radio in our cabin, and I was so excited. You know, I started singing, and one of my one of my uh, cabin mates was like, "No, just, just no, just stop." Um, and like I said, I know it's not good. I can't help it. Um, I was always the kid in music class in elementary school where everyone else was singing and I was just mouthing the words because I didn't want to disrupt anything. Um, but I can't do that here. I feel like y'all would probably notice, so I just let it out. Um, and I, I can hear the notes in my head. I know what it's supposed to sound like. But when I open my mouth and try to replicate it, it just, and I hear my own voice, I'm like, ooh, ooh, that is, that is a discordant <laughs> sound coming out. So it just doesn't sound right to me. And I just, it's something I've struggled with my whole life. I, at, my, at the highest that my voice can go, I sound like Tiny Tim. And at the lowest, I sound like Paul Robeson. So it's like those are some like old references for y'all, but just think really high and really low. And I have no idea what to do with the in-between sounds. So here's the thing. This past year, I've spent a lot of time chanting at home by myself. And <laughs> my cats, I have a couple cats, a few cats. And uh, they do run away when I start singing. Um, so I know that it's not good. But I actually thought that I'd finally found like a tone and a pitch that kind of worked for me. So I was, you know, when we started meeting back again here on Sundays, I was like, all right, I'm gonna go in there. And you know, I, I, found, I found my voice a little bit. I'm gonna go in there and it's gonna be great. It wasn't. Uh, so uh, we started meeting again and I realized that the notes that I thought I'd practiced really well weren't the notes that the rest of the sango was using. They were notes, but they just weren't the right ones. 
We are very lucky to have so many great voices in our sangha. We've got musicians and singers and you know people that are very musically talented. And it was a wake-up call when I realized that I still wasn't harmonizing with, with everybody else. So I bring this up not because having a great voice when chanting is really that important. Um, this isn't American Idol. I don't think <laughs> the rest of the clergy is going to kick me out <laughs> because I sound horrible. Um, just that when you practice alone, you run the risk of deluding yourself. It's easy to be at home or in your car <laughs> and think, wow, I sound really good, you know? <laughs> but then when you get with other people, you realize, no, that was not the case. It's easy to make up stories and beliefs when there is no one there to challenge them. I think we see this in our society too, right? If we isolate ourselves from other ideas and opinions, our own beliefs become reality, and we ignore the fact that there are other possibilities. So I have a quote here that I came across uh, shortly after I started coming to Muddy Water Zen, and it just really stuck with me. Um, and I'm going to try to bring it up on my phone. Technology is happening right now, people. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it's from uh, Zen Master Sun San and is in response to a letter written by a woman who was having a hard time practicing within a community. And in part he says, don't worry about other people. If you do together action, your good and bad actions already help other people. It's like washing potatoes. When people wash potatoes in Korea, Instead of washing them one at a time, they put them all in a tub full of water. Then someone puts, in, puts a stick in the tub and pushes it up and down, up and down. This makes the potatoes rub against each other. As they bump into each other, the hard, crusty dirt falls off. If you wash potatoes one at a time, it takes a long time to clean each one. And only one potato gets cleaned at a time. If they are all together, many potatoes clean each other. Our practice of bowing, chanting, and sitting together, and everyone living together, is like having many potatoes bumping into each other, cleaning each other. Sometimes you are too tired, and you do not want to get out of bed, or after work you only want to watch television, but when you live at a Zen center, you must practice with everyone. You must put down your own feelings and do together action. This action means not being controlled by your bad karma of desire, anger, or ignorance. So that image of the potatoes, just I, I think of it often, um, it just really visualizes uh, or helps me visualize um, that process of, of practicing together. <clears throat> we can grow and benefit so much more through being in contact with others, bumping into each other. When I hear other clergy chanting, it knocks off some of the dirt of my own delusion. Hopefully, something I say or do here knocks the dirt off someone else, too. Like 
a lot of people, I'm sure, I am having a difficult time transitioning from being at home to allowing myself to be vulnerable with others at work and out in public. I'm not talking about COVID. Um, I can wear a mask, I can be vaccinated, but I'm still exposing myself in ways that may feel uncomfortable. As a potato, I've protected myself in crusty dirt this past year, and having that dirt knocked off by other potatoes can seem scary. We build these hard layers around ourselves, composed of the stories we tell ourselves. Like, I can sing, for example. When we bump into another idea that dislodges that belief, we feel like we are losing a piece of who we are. It can be tough, but it's important to remember that these beliefs are just dirt, just stuck to us, nothing more. We can only grow by allowing ourselves the vulnerability of being with others, of jumping in and working together to knock off each other's attachments.